This is Capital City with Capital J. Yeah, it is. One, two, one, two. We on. Yeah. All right. One, two, one, two is Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man. DL Glass. And we about to do it like this. There's been a whole lot of talk lately about Nepo babies. Nepo? That, mm. That's that freaky stuff, ain't uh, it? No, that's that nepotism. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, and really, the, the when you hear about it, mostly they're talking about actors and actresses who got ties um, to other famous people in their family, and they're saying they get more privilege than other people who work so hard to hone their craft. And you know something I was thinking, man, we got a lot of that in hip-hop now. Hip-hop's been, along, been around long enough now for, you know, the children – Nephews and nieces and cousins of hip hoppers, they all over the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're getting work too. So let's talk about that this week. Nepotism in hip hop. Hmm. Is it fair? Hmm. Is it okay? Does it even matter? I mean, who cares? Do you care? I don't know. But we're going to talk about it. That's today's topic. Hmm. And I guess the easiest, I guess let's start. With the easiest thing to start, I don't want to go back too far right off top today. We're just going to go with the low-hanging fruit, all right? What's the lowest-hanging fruit there is right now? King Combs. Yeah, I'm glad you started there. Yeah, we just got to start right there. You know what I'm saying? Because I was sitting over here thinking it, but I was like, I don't know if you want to go right now. Nah, nah, we're going straight. We're going straight to the easiest, <laughs> the easiest thing we can talk about. If we're going to talk about this subject... Right now, right, musically, okay, we have it's it's too easy. You gotta give an opinion of the of the track. What's my opinion on King Combs? (laughs) Well, first, I'm gonna say this: Do I think that King Combs would be a big deal at all if Puff Daddy was not his daddy? No. Absolutely not. On the other side of that. Yes. But he still makes some decent, you know, the you know, he's got when you have when your father's Puff Daddy, a seasoned veteran producer who knows how to make a hit record, you're not gonna just throw no garbage out there. And he hasn't thrown any garbage out yet. You know, it's not it's not garbage. I I'm not gonna say it's garbage, but um but but do I think that he would have stood without Puff? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, definitely not. Well, I I think because I've only heard a few tracks of it. Right. I I think him as an artist is garbage, and the reason why I say that um, is because like it's not the nineties no more, and you know that's his name is King Combs, but I. I don't know. I like the track specifically that I started paying attention to him on was the track with uh, Kodak Black. Is that the can't stop, won't stop, won't yeah. stop? <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, but when you think about that record, you know, I think the reason that that throwback sound works is because of the push Puff. behind. Yeah, you know, when your father's Puff Daddy, P Diddy. Sean Combs or whoever, you know, whatever he's calling himself right now, 
then you know that you know it's gonna work. But is it working or is it? I'm gonna make sure it don't fail in the eye of the public. Now I'm sure there's some of that too, but <laughs> but that's but I can't say that any other music is immune to that. Like everything that's out nowadays, I would say eighty percent of it just feels like stuff that wouldn't work if it didn't have the right people behind it. Absolutely. So that, but- so by that merit, I can't I can't judge him any more harshly than I could judge a Saweetie or anybody else. That's, Glorilla. Or Glorilla. Right, right. You know, it's the sometimes it's just the right time, the right push. Now, you know, I will say that the F and F was it like, that's a hit record though, you know. Oh, yeah. And that that would have yep. been a hit no matter no yeah. matter no matter what happened. There, no, there was nothing you would have been able to do to stop that record. I don't care what you said on it or anything. That that that's a hit. You know, but 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 um I I think I'm putting a lot on him because it's Puff's kid. And I know how innovative and creative Puff was for his son to come and just, like you said, follow the status quo. Right. But the, the thing is, it, is that song really the status quo? The status quo right now is not what that song is doing. That's a true throwback. It's kind of adapting a song, a sound that's 20 years old. Man, it's Puff re, re- it does, yeah. It does remind you of Puff and Mace back in the day a whole lot, but but that sound hasn't really been utilized in years. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of got to wonder how much. Um, you know, it's not like he just used today's formula for song writing, song making. This is a throwback formula, and to get it to work today is a task in itself. Well, I think if you subscribe to is working <laughs> versus I'm going to But they made it work. Because <laughs> that's true going, too. You know, that's what I'm true too. That, and that's why I say the status quo because like you said, it's 80% of the stuff out here now is because of somebody putting money behind it to make sure that it appears quote air quotes to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's kind of how the music industry has always worked. And you know, behind the scenes, not necessarily. You know why? Why? Because if even if the person had a commercial track that everybody liked, that person had an album to follow up. There had to be some artistic merit, right? Right. Have you heard track so and so on so and so? Like I heard. Yeah, those days are over. The days of a the, the days of an album that you you know, I. I think, uh, yeah, the days of the full album. I think yes and no. And, and Every now why. and then you get, like, I could truly say that that last Kendrick Lamar album, my son came to me and said, hey, you heard this Kendrick Lamar album? I like track this, track this, track that. I was like, oh, he's paying attention. Uh-huh. And he knows what he likes, and it's not because it came on the radio. Pete Gang, in my opinion, the biggest artist right now is NBA Youngboy. Bigger than Drake, bigger than J. Cole, bigger than Kendrick. And why do you say this? He don't have radio tracks. You you can't listen to his stuff on the radio. Hey, so there's that, no program. You got that you. new um the new joint. 
It ain't on the radio. You abandoned me. Emmy I don't live what? here anymore. It's ain't new. that him? Oh no, I gotta look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that track. Yeah, that might be one of the few of NBA YoungBoy tracks that's on the radio. And talk about YouTube. YouTube, I guess, is like the radio for this yeah. Generation. You get to it's it's YouTube is where you can well I guess people can buy their views on YouTube too. So it's kind of hard to gauge how much of that is actually real. But he ain't buying it. <laughs> Do you know when he was locked up, how many people signed this petition for this dude to get out of jail? And I don't want to get caught on the the younger, you know what I'm saying, because I know the conversation was going to go greater than this, and we kind of on a tangent. That might not be Young Boy, that song I was just singing. So I, I, I might have to edit that out. I can't even remember who, yeah. you know. I, I know the track you're talking about because I heard it, but I just I don't know of an NBA Young Boy track. Yeah, I don't think that's – that That might be NLE Chopper or one of them other – Okay. One of them other um, alphabet dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody right. got three alphabets in the name in the front, OTCs. Gang, gang. And, yeah, gang, and I gang. can't – yeah, so don't I'm, – I'm cloudy today. Uh, so to talk about nepotism and stay with the young younger ones, um, I don't want to say his name wrong. So, okay, YNW Melly. What, is, is he related to somebody? Yes. He – and he's he 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 was um gr- growing or gaining notoriety when he um ended up getting locked up. But who's who's the relation though? Where's the nepotism? Uh oh, his little brother. <laughs> Who was his little brother? Man, his little brother. Damn. Um, and I just found out about him the other day. I heard one of his tracks. Um. Oh, Y N W B Slime. It's like 11, 12 years old, and he's one of the next. It, it, all he's missing is that oh, one. And that's, that's because the, he's Melly's brother, you're saying? Right, right, right. Well, yes. But see, there's, all this is speculative because we don't know if this dude going to show up on a radar five years or a year from now even. But, yeah. but when we're talking about the nepotism that's going on right now, right. like King Combs is is – you know, that's the head of the class. Right. Right. But who else? What other rappers from back in the day have children? Like, we got a lot of cousins and family members. Like, let's talk about Future Romeo. for a second. No, yeah, Romeo. No that's doubt. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's, that's Romeo. example number. Now, he's another one that never, never would have had a career without Master P. I don't even think acting is for Matter of fact. Let's talk about Silk the Shocker. Oh God, Silk the Shocker, like man, there would there would have been no avenue for Silk the Shocker to do anything musically had Master P not been his brother. Back and then, I, I'm right. going to stand on that statement right there. Right. Like, but I mean, and I, I don't even want to. I I don't want to beat nobody down or nothing like that because Silk the Shocker he might be a great guy, but man, he had no business at all rapping. But he birthed the style. Y'all don't get silk enough credit, and he was what bitch. What what style did he birth? The style yeah, you talking about the way the way that the, the dudes can't rap nowadays. Yeah. That's not birthing anything. It's always been dudes beat. around like that, but they just were never allowed to do anything because their brother didn't own a record label. 
And everybody right, else who right, on the record label right. was like, there's no way I will invest in this. <laughs> <laughs> guy get, oh, my goodness. His flowers, man. But but what about Future? Um, okay. He's related to Rico Wade, the guy that produced Outkast. Oh. So, you know, he spent okay. his younger years around the Dungeon family. Mm. I forgot and, about that. Yeah, right. and you gotta and you gotta you gotta wonder how far would he have gotten had Rico Wade not been a close relation to him. And you know, is it I think does this whole thing though. but does this happen without that foot in the door? You know how we talk about the foot in the door and and, and how far it gets you. Does any of this happen? If he's just a regular dude off the street, well, okay. Does so he even get studio time? I'm glad you said that because you can look at this two different ways. Because um, Rico Wade was the Dungeon family was there. Now we can't shun Future. That's why I say he different because you can't shun him for because you hear the influences of the Dungeon family and Future music. And he gives sometimes, but he is on a whole different like. That's what he I'm ain't saying. on what they want. That influence of them though is what shaped him, not just the fact that he was Rico Way's uh, cousin or what you say. I think I think that Future may be his nephew. But his let me, nephew. Let me okay. check on that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure because I don't want to. I'm gonna give y'all bad information here on Capital City. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he, him see. and Romeo very different because you know. P just put money behind Yeah, because yeah, at this point, and you know Future can stand on his own. Like, right, I'm not, yeah, a, I can't I can't yeah. say that Future couldn't stand on his own. And right. it's not like the world knew that Future was and Rico Wade were connected. But behind it. the scenes, we don't know what kind of doors that open right. for us to be because, able to hear Future. Yeah. Yeah. And um uh Atlanta yeah. happened though. He and, and he came out in Atlanta. So who's to say what would have happened if he was just a regular dude who still had that education or experiences of being groomed by Goody Mob. Right. Or the Dungeon family or Outcast. Like right. you know, right. If you think about how much credit people give Outcast. But that's his cousin. Okay. How much credit they give Outcast and you listen to their early music and where they went to, if Future had access to them during that time, some of that creativity rubbed off on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it ain't just like he was working at Wendy's and never had that kind of access. And then he all of a sudden got the biggest song on the radio. No, he was actually there. Yeah, and you learn how to how to write music, you know, how to write songs. Every, listen to what he heard. <laughs> right, listen, right. Not just Outkast, Goody Mark, CeeLo. Yeah, and Future does know how to make a hit record. Yes, it's proven. Future going to be around forever. Yeah. He he's not microwaved, period. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's already passed the test, mm-hmm. and we know we're gonna be. You yeah. know, he yeah. sold part of his catalog, and that wasn't even a full catalog. He just sold like some years of it, and nobody could for say a that few thing. million dollars. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, like, did nobody say he was stupid for doing it or nothing? Right, right. But let me think. Who else? What other people? And then, you know, you got a lot of people in hip-hop also who are related to people outside of hip-hop that were still in the music industry. Right. And you got to wonder how far did that get them in the door? Like, let's take Jermaine Dupree, for example. His dad was a record exec back in the day. Uh-huh. And if you go look back, he was in Houdini's video for um, Freaks Come Out at Night, I think it was. And 
he was 13 years old. How do you end up dancing in Houdini's video at 13 years old? <laughs> you know, your dad right. helps you get to these places. Right. But he also is good. <laughs> you know, he and and so you can't you wonder like, okay, what kind of what kind of foot in the door does having family in the industry get you? Mm-hmm. But you still don't become Jermaine Dupree just because you got family in the industry. You got to right. have some artistic merit there. Yes, sir. And he and he had it. Right. Or or you'll be saying he ain't never give me no money. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> He'll be Romeo with him. How about um uh Fresh Prince's son? That's another one that I can. I'm when I like I listen. Uh, golly, when I listen to uh, Icon, for example. I'm just right. an icon living. Right. What's his name? Jaden. Jaden Smith. He's not a bad MC. He's not. He's really not. You know what I mean? And, and even his sister got a little bit of talent there. But do you guy. ever hear any of these songs if his dad is not Will Smith? No. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a narrow one. Nepotism. Yes. So yes. there are it's a lot pure. of people talented just like these folks. And there are a lot of people not talented as Silk the Shocker. Right. And they're not getting these opportunities. <laughs> and that's where the nepotism comes in. Okay. You know, because of who they are, we heard Icon. But there's another dude doing the same thing. Right. His dad works at the middle school. Right. You Shout don't get to, to hear child, it. Bro. You know? For real. I know him, too. <laughs> we'll call his name. <laughs> I know him. You know? So, and, um, or even, I let's let's go, let's take Ice Cube, for example. Does, do, does O'Shea Jackson Jr. get to be in the movies if his dad don't write Friday? <sighs> We don't know. You know, I see his audition tape. You know, I, you know we're gonna, we're gonna expand this thing. We're gonna expand this thing beyond just just hip hop. Yeah, you know, got to. Cuba Gooden Jr. Okay, does he get the opportunities yes. that he got? Yes. If his dad wasn't the lead singer, the main ingredient, you. I'm just I'm just yes. saying. Yes. I'm just saying, like it, his dad had to be the same ambitious person without the group. But because that affords you a lifestyle that allows you access to things and places and people that regular people don't get when your father's already famous and wealthy. So I would say I couldn't really answer that question, but his younger brother, Omar, he can act too. Does he get to where he is if Cuba hadn't already no. done those things? Y- yes. Do you because think he so? Can act too. There are a lot of people that can act, but do does he get the foot in the door? Does he get those auditions? Do you get those? Dad had to be the same ambitious person. Not not saying he had to be the music person. Because sometimes I think he's a better actor than Cuba. Sometimes, Omar. Right, 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 right. I, I think they can act equally. They both can act. Hey, did you know that Shauna from uh, Disturbing the Peace, her father was Buddy Guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, the, um, blues artist. She definitely would have been the same. Jazzy Faye. Uh, who was Jazzy Faye's people? You know, hip-hop producer, Jazzy Faye. 
He is related to Let me see who's Jersey Faye. His father played bass for the bar case. That don't count. Yeah, it actually does because, you know, when you out here trying to... Like, here's the thing I realized about the industry. Okay. At the top, the people at the top, they've been around for a long time. Right. So, your father plays bass for the Bar K's, and here you are, you're trying to get a record label started. You got artists. You go... And you're talking to whatever people you got to talk to. The person at the top might have just been a road manager for your daddy at one time. Or helped sign the barcades to a deal at one time. Right. You know, and nepotism goes a long way, man. And when you have somebody who's been in the industry long ago, those people are still around. Like Clive Davis, you know, at the... This dude was around in the 70s. He was around in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Hmm. So that means that an artist like Whitney Houston, for example. I mean, Dionne Warwick is her her cousin. That's her mother's cousin. Her mother was a gospel singer that sang with Aretha Franklin. Right. So Whitney Houston is out here modeling and she can sing. Now, she had a wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. But how does Clive Davis get to hear that voice? He gets yeah. to hear it because of all that family she has that he's already right. already knows that look, this is Sissy Houston and and Dion Warwick here. You damn right I'm gonna listen. It didn't work for Aretha Franklin granddaughter. <laughs> I don't know she who got she booted is. off the voice. They <laughs> <laughs> gave her the boot. Hey, the talent don't always the apple don't always fall right beside the tree. Man, it fell in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they told her? What? Go practice, baby. Go practice, baby. You're just not going to walk in. Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. Go practice, baby. You know? All this computer technology, they told her, go practice. Now, on the, uh, then you take a case like Fantasia, who's related to to um, Casey and JoJo, and I don't, that had no bearing on her. I'm glad you said On her right. coming along. You know, Nothing. she came up through American Idol, and it wasn't. She didn't make it because she was related to Casey and JoJo at all. Right. At all. You know, if anything, <laughs> Casey and JoJo were done and they got to come back because yeah, of Fantasia. Fantasia. <laughs> uh, Big Meech son. The Meech Flannery. Right. Is he is he in these movies without his father? No. Because if it wasn't his father, 50 Cent would have never paid for his acting lessons. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, nepotism is alive in the industry. Um, Coyle Ray. What does she do? She raps. No, she don't. Flick, flicker. <laughs> uh, flick, flick. Bless it for me, flick. You know the song with Nicki Minaj? Uh, it's a whole lot of money. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, hey. Coyle Ray, that's Benzino's daughter. Okay, is it? Is and it Benzino used to own the source. Right, is it a hit? Uh, she's made a few hits. She had no more parties. Um, yeah, she's she's done enough where she's a fixture on the scene now. And she was publicly kind of feuding with her dad for a little bit. No help from him. Um, did she say she got no help? Is that her beef? I'm asking. I don't I, know. 
I don't know. But here's the thing. People still know, the people within the industry still know that's your dad. Right. And even if you're beefing with him and claiming you're not getting help, mm-hmm. that's, hey, they always say there's no such thing as bad publicity. All that's publicity. Romeo uh, Master P. Hey. It won't real. And no matter what's going on, that like Romeo or Master, neither one of them is getting ready to come back. Oh, hell like, they can he beef. tried it. They can beef all they want to. <laughs> yeah. Like Romeo can shoot Master P in the pinky toe <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Stop being my pinky toe. <laughs> you got me my pinky toe. <laughs> and neither one of them is going to get a hit record out of it. Oh, hell no. Romeo feel got me? a movie coming out, though. Right. Well, but he's starring in the movie. I'm trying, is there any... Who else? Who else is in the game? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I was with um would we have had Lenny Kravitz if it wasn't for his mom starring on the Jeffersons? You know, I I don't know. I and that's another one. He's an extremely talented guy. Right. But it does that opportunity come along. If you hadn't already been a part of the Hollywood um, right circle, you know, and like that's that's a tough one, but he it's a he tough was one, but a creative like, though. But that's that's what I'm saying. A lot of these people are creative that we Robin Thick. If it weren't for Allen Thick, the Baldwin's does that happen? You know, man. Like let's talk. Let's take Robin Thick for example. Now Allen Thick was a. Same was an swag. actor too, but he was also a song, a very prolific songwriter. Right, and he wrote the theme songs for a lot of TV shows back in the eighties that you didn't even know he was a part of. Yeah. yeah, and when his son first came out, he I remember when I got the first record from him. It was um, he was just thick. He wasn't called uh, Robin Thick. He was, was his name was just way. plain old Thick. <laughs> Okay. You know, nah, that that was that was just his name, Thick. <laughs> and I, I remember he was trying to distance himself from that from that whole um from that whole fatherly influence. But but you know, you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. And I I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing. If I had a famous um, you know, a famous father, I'd probably be trying to rap too. You know? Like Diggy Simmons, Ryan's son tried to try to get his for a little while, didn't he? Stop it. I mean, he tried though, right? <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! I yeah, mean, he but tried, but did he not? Yeah, he tried. You know, he tried. Ah, got you. But does he rap? Who? Uh, Ti and Tiny son. I don't know. I don't know anything about that guy. Let's move on. <laughs> the Baldwin's. Do we have Alec and them? If it weren't for the pops. Who was the? I thought it was just the brothers. I ain't even know it was an older ball. Who was the? Who was the? I never even knew. Yes, man. When I show you his picture, you are gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, these people are already in position to get this stuff. Denzel Washington's son. Huh? You know, I saw him in something. You man. know, he's he's. You know he's a, a good actor, but does he have the opportunities? That's dad. Nah, that's they all brothers. Alex, Stephen, Billy—they're all brothers. Uh, I always thought he was the dad. Nah, he's just old. <laughs> yeah, I always—I swear, to God, I always thought he was the dad. Nah, 
Nope. Ain't that crazy. Hey, uh, here's another one. Zoe Kravitz. We talk about Lenny Kravitz. Right. Um, taking advantage of being a Hollywood kid. Yeah. But his daughter his his daughter that he had with um the girl from the Cosby show, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet, yeah. Now she's a big deal in Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Zoe Kravitz. Okay. And you know, does she get the opportunity? I don't think so. But she's killing it with the opportunity. She, you know, she's doing a good job with her role. Same thing with Okay. With- okay. So since we talk about nepotism, first let me preface this by saying it <laughs> don't kill me in the comments for this. <laughs> uh oh. Let me take it. I'm 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 drinking. <laughs> Shout out Joe Jackson for being the greatest father in the world. <laughs> hey man. Yo, every one of his kids <laughs> was famous. Now now here goes the thing about that though. There's a lot of nepotism there because Thank you. the Jackson, because of course you got the Jacksons. Yes. Now they create nepotism within that because I don't think that Janet gets those opportunities. If, if her brothers are no, it's not. Well, it's not just Bruh. Joe. It's, Joe it's, it it's the Jackson Five. <laughs> just it's like that. Nobody like the Jackson Five didn't get anything because of nepotism. Because Joe Jackson was nobody. If, if in the if, industry, if Jackson Five had flopped, Janet Jackson was gonna be something. If Je- the Jackson Five had flopped, I don't know if Janet Jackson would have been anything because of Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta think, like it wasn't. Like, I think Michael Jackson was the nepotism Man. that helped everybody else survive because the Jackson Five is not the Jackson Five without Michael Jackson. Then, but Janet Jackson is still Janet. Yeah, but is she? Does she even get that opportunity without Mike? Because of Joe, yes. No, yes. no way, Bruh. No Joe way. Joe taught them all. No way. Joe taught them I'm all. Put it, <laughs> hey, I'm a. I'm gonna put it like this. There were there were there were other families out there. They were just as talented, but they didn't have a Michael Jackson. Look at and, uh, Venus and Serena. Yeah, but that's but see though, that's not a that's not a case of nepotism. That's good old fashioned hard work. That put them now. Now, if their daughters end up being famous tennis players and they're not that good, then they're taking advantage of nepotism because of who, you know, who their parents are. But they earned their positions. like And so did the Jackson 5. But I would say that Janet took advantage of the nepotism of having those famous brothers, as did um, even Tito's kids had the, the three T's. Uh, you know Tito Jackson. They they don't get a deal on Motown. Rockwell, Barry Gordy's son. I always Ooh. feel like somebody's watching me. He got his homeboy that he grew up with, Michael Jackson. Right, singing right. on the You're song right. with him. Does he even ever get a chance to put that song out? If Barry Gordy's not his dad, that's nepotism right there. You know what I mean? Now it's nepotism. What we have. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> but when we have a Leah for one for her husband, I kill you. <laughs> oh, that's not nepotism. But do we have a Leah if her uncle is not Barry Hankerson? Well, we did not kill her. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, she's another one that comes from famous stock. Her stock was already in the industry. Before R. Kelly. 
Yeah, her, her, oh, uncle, her uncle Barry. Right, 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 right. Because she she ended up with um, Timberland and Missy before the whole R. Kelly thing. Well, no, nah, right? this wasn't before R. Kelly. This is on, like, like even, you know, she was on Star Search back in the day. So she's been right. working. But, but when you have an uncle who's already in the industry making moves, yes. then you get opportunities. There are a lot of people that could sing. Yeah. And... And Aaliyah's a good singer, but is she a great, great singer? No, she's not. When you think about one of the great singers, Whitney Houston, Patti LaBelle, she wasn't that type of talent. She was so She had her though. own lane, and she was good at what she did, but does she get those opportunities? Is she on Star Search even if her uncle's not Barry Hankerson? I'm just, I'm not saying that this is why. I'm just wondering. Right, wondering. You know, you got to think. like there's, It always matters when you have somebody – who can point you in the right direction and maybe pull a few strings to get you at the front of the line instead of the back of the line. At the R. Kelly concert. I get it. Uh, I get what you're saying. But even the R. Kelly thing, like, he, um, he said, he, I think, from what I hear, I don't want to, you know, I don't know how how much of this is true, but I think he had a lot to do with, with R. Kelly doing those early productions for her. Right. Does she get and the then, which I think he regretted later when it turned into a situation. Right. And I also heard that he did something about that. Right. But she had an uncle that was in the industry. Does Does Sparkle's niece get it? <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh at that. I'm just going to sip my drink. There's nepotism, though. I mean, if we're going to talk, we're going to talk about it. Let's let's talk about. She it didn't get anything sides. out of that. Hey, she didn't get a record deal. All she got she was, was humiliated. Famous. Yeah, but that was that's not nepotism. Nepotism is getting something an advantage. She didn't get any advantage yeah. from dealing with R. Kelly. Okay. You know, <laughs> face splashed all over a bootleg child pornography tape. No, there's nothing there was nothing good that came out of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> Let me think. Who else? What was that? Your phone. I don't know. We got phantoms in here. You heard probably my phone telling you dead wrong. You stop. (laughs) You need Jesus. (laughs) That's what that was. But um, okay. I'm just going through. You know, just going through people in my head. I, I saw um, on the internet, on the side, well, it's not a sign, though, because it's nepotism. Um, I saw on the internet that Teddy Riley's daughter is doing some acting. Right. You know, I, I'm not, I haven't seen her on the screen yet as far as, like, a feature film to judge whether she deserves to be there or if, if it's the, the relationship her, her pops has in the industry if she's there. But the stuff I seen on YouTube, she's straight. Word. Yeah. Well, she ain't Lawrence Fishburne's daughter who ended up doing porn with Mr. Magic Marcus. I mean, I mean oh, Brian Pomper. Uh yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, I meant the porn was. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. 
I'm just looking up some other examples of um, does Ray Janae get f- famous without Lil Wayne being her pops? Who? Ray Janae. Who is that? Lil Wayne's daughter. I ain't never heard of her. Internet sensation, yeah. She's a sensation on the internet? Well, she got a nice following on the internet. They pay attention. What Who's she following? Her, I, you know, I guess they call them the millennials or the other generation. I don't know, you know, really, when I look, I'm just sitting here trying to research this. I think most of the people we named, like, it's not really, you know, a whole lot of inside hip-hop artists who are making hip-hop that have made a splash. Like, right. we talk, especially when you're talking about direct father-son, mother-son relationships or mother-daughter, you know, there was just, you got the Romeo, you got King Combs. Shoot, Romeo might be the biggest though, man. He, he probably look, had the biggest career. Yeah, longevity. He he really might be the biggest. And the most longevity. Yeah. Just and then and then you got other yeah, that's just straight hip hop cats. Right. Like um, you know, you don't see Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's kids. Easy like, Eason still do music, but he's just, Yeah, but he didn't get anything out of uh, Yeah, there's nothing it was nothing there. Like, and I and I think Coy, like I said, Coyle Ray is making a lot of noise right now. You know, hmm. like as of right this moment, oh. she's she's well, just to talk relevant about in the game, right? Nepotism. We forgot about um, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely like you know. Yeah. Do you like think about this? Does, is Hannah Montana ever a thing? Right. If Billy Ray Cyrus don't make achy breaky heart. Tell me about it. And, and, and I think she was important to talk about because she transitioned into hip-hop. Yeah, great. Big, Billy Ray Cyrus had one of the biggest songs of this generation. With he Lil came Nas back X. with Lil Nas X. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out um, um, Jazzy, songwriter. Oh. Yep, black lady helped write that. For real? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yep. And it's a straight country song, but it's categorized under hip hop rap. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a lot of lot of people, but you know, it's not just father sons. You know, you got a lot of cousins and and extended family out here. Um, like I just saw that Saweetie was Gabrielle Union's cousin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The brat, um, and Lisa Ray, and Lisa Ray. But, but you know, the brat kind of got there first. So Lisa Ray took advantage of the nepotism. And um, Nia Long and some more. Right. I forgot about some more and Nia Long. You know, which one? But Nia Long was kind of who was making the most noise first. Some more was funny, though. Some more was funny before I knew who Nia Long was. Was she, though? But you got to think how long Nia Long's been around now. She was around when I was... um, well, damn, because she was in um, what's the movie? School, not school days. School, not school days. What's in the movie with Neil Long? Um, you talking about uh, uh, High Learning? High, no, no. Love Jones? No, she was. Was she in Love? Yeah, Jones? she was in Love Jones. Yeah, but Neil Long just been around so long. It seemed like both of them kind of showed up around the same time. But you know, the brat was already around, and then Lisa Ray shows up, and well, I would say at? that. Out of the out of the two, you know, the brat was the talent that drove that. You know, I, I don't think, you know, yeah, I'm wondering, do do we get Lisa Ray? 
without the brat, or was she acting first? Because I mean, she could have she could have always been acting, but I mean, really, if she was a great great actress after the Players Club came out, then that should have opened the door for her to be all over the place, and she wasn't. She didn't do that good job. You know, right, right. She wasn't because. What are you doing? Because she didn't have. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? She didn't have the chops. Yeah, she is. But the brat had the chops. Yeah, she did. The brat, the brat was a quality right. MC. What? Right. What? But there goes that nepotism, though. Yeah. yeah I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe that role was a direct result of that. Um,. Let me see who else. Who else is uh, related out here? I can't think of too many other people. Like it's 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 really not as many as you would think. Especially like we could go through the Holly, world of Hollywood, which the whole nepotism uh, issue has been a big deal in Hollywood lately. But for for hip hop, strictly hip hop, you know those people we named. That's kind of you know. Like, it would be dope if we could say the Mario Winans. I don't uh, want to know his mother. Like, here's, a, you know, the Winans? Yes. The the gospel of Winans? Oh, I didn't know that there was a relation. Yeah, his mother is the ex-wife of one of the Winans. Oh. And he was down with Bad Boy and all that. Right. But, um... I don't know if his gospel roots help get him, but I'm pretty sure, you know, right. you know, that they're in the industry. So, and his mother, um, Vicky, I think his mother was Vicky, Vicky Winans. Okay. Okay. But yeah. The yeah. Wayans. The Wayans. Oh man, we don't even talk about the Wayans. <laughs> that, that's all nepotism. Cause the only one of them that was funny was Damon. <laughs> Nah, Sean can be funny. Keenan, well, no, Keenan is the mastermind. Yes, but but man, that um, that uh, uh, Marlon is good. Marlon is a good actor. Now, he's a good actor. But Sean, I thought Sean and the and the girl, they they just they were one hundred percent benefiting right off being part of the family. Yes, yes, you know, I can't think of. I can't think of nobody else either. This might be a short one tonight, but but that's okay. It ain't always got to go long, right? You know, we keep it short and sweet. But um, but yeah, there's a lot of nepotism out there, man. Um, and and it's not just parents. You know, sometimes it's about sometimes it's about being related and getting that foot in the door because of having industry connections because of family, right? You know, like Solange. Is Solange anything that we're paying attention to without Beyonce? Nope. Nope. And and I think she has artistic merit. But yes. there are a lot of people who are talented. They just, you, we don't get to hear them. They don't get the platform because right. they don't have that that famous person. Right. And and like I said, I think that Jane, I, I go back to Jane Smith. Like, I, don't, I don't think he's a terrible rapper. You oh. know but does he get a chance to be heard without his dad? No, no way. Uh, <laughs> he went back to jail. <laughs> I, I had to, man, because the icon just popped up in my head, man. That song was dope. <laughs> okay. I got to go back and listen to yeah. it. I'm just an icon living. <laughs> Give me four bars from it. 
Don't ask me to recite no raps that came out in the last 15 years. <laughs> That's not exclusive to him. I can't give you nobody's rap from the last 15 years. Wow, yeah. And that's straight up. Me either. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I think I walked in, read it down, number, and ooh, ooh, ooh. That's all, you know, that's about all I know. Damn. I mean, you know, I don't I don't pay attention to raps like that because I'm not 15, I'm not 20, I'm not 25 no more. Yeah. I listen to the song, keep it moving. I'm not sitting there putting any time into memorizing rap songs from the past 15 years because I grew up. Huh. I get it. <laughs> so it's by no fault of the artist. Right. I just don't have time for that nowadays. I mean, I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I um I, I did see on a side note, and I wanna say that I'm I'm proud that we haven't uh heard the news of any craziness in rap. Um the young boy passed away, a rapper, but he passed away by other reasons. Um, he had a disease, so basically he kind of passed away of natural causes because of what he was born with. Who was this? Uh, Lil' Keed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw they finally found the cause of his death. Yes. It wasn't one of them things that we talked about. He didn't get shot. Right. He didn't overdose. Right. Man, but I sure hate Gangsta Boo passed on. Man. She was one of my all-time favorites. Maybe we could use this time to go in on 20 seconds, I mean 20 minutes or so about um, drugs and music again. Yeah, that, that was terrible, man. The, the fentanyl overdose death of Gangsta Boo kind of hurt me, man, because um, I really liked her. Yes. You know, I really did, man, and... And we she was beautiful age. to me. You know what I mean? Right. She was absolutely beautiful to me. So we, we're going to end this one. I'm going to start a new one. So we could do that. You know how we did last time? Um, we can we can just roll it out, man. I don't think anybody listening right now mind us giving a little moment for for a lady, for a lady boo. Yeah. That, that, I want to give a little bit more attention to that topic, though. Uh, and because we already got an episode about it, the, the drugs and hip hop, the drugs and music, right? Because there's been a few, you know, a Master P uh, daughter died from it. Oh, really? Fentanyl overdose, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we may have to give that some special attention because, yeah. and that's something, man. Um, you know, it's scary the way we promote this stuff nowadays. Um, you got to be careful what you say, man. You you right. telling telling kids it's okay, and you know, like our our issue, our episode about drugs and hip hop. Listen, man, that's hardcore drugs right there. That ain't a little bit of weed and a sip of some wine. That's hardcore drugs. You know, this is Michael Jackson, Prince killers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whitney Houston killers, like, these are hardcore drugs. Like, people who've been on drugs their whole life and can handle any kind of thing die from this stuff. So, you know, God forbid somebody who's just testing the waters get a hold of some of this. And it's it's really sad, man. 
Yeah, really sad. It's it's crazy how it it has and so Boosie. Oh Lord, what'd he say now? I know it was controversial as ever. Yes. What'd he say? Stop with the fentanyl. I'm paraphrasing, but well, stop with the fentanyl. Go back to crack. Back to crack. Crack if ah. you, crackheads live. Boosie looked like he smoked a lot of crack and before it had fun. Uh, but hey. the, but DMX, you know, DMX is a you Mac can't Miller. smoke crack either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but DMX, you know, had DMX had a lot of crack. Yeah, Matt Miller died from fentanyl. Yeah, this is this is terrible, man. But you gotta be so careful because it's not just in like it's not just in heroin type drugs. Like they spraying it on weed and, and everything now, right? You know your your man Omar from the Wire, right? Like, come on, man! It, it's um, it's a poison that's being hidden. Ah, Shock, Shock G, G from Digital Underground. Bro, like, like it's 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 a part of the community. You yeah, know what I'm saying like people is dropping from it. It is, but at the same time, too. You know, we discussed this on one of the podcasts. Um, People forgot about how bad of a scourge heroin was on the community. And, you know, we were coming up. People remembered like heroin was still taboo. Who the hell is that? Bobby Brown Jr. Oh, Bobby Brown's son. He lost his son and his daughter. And his wife. And his wife. That's crazy. And see, people people forget that. We come up in an era, if you're around the age that I am, or even 10 years younger or 10 years older, then you know how bad heroin was. And crack came along, and people didn't know anything about crack. And then we saw people learn, and they're like, yo, crack is terrible. Heroin's terrible. Well, now people forgetting how bad heroin was, and they back using it and glorifying it in music. We don't do that. Like, when I was growing up, man, heroin was dead to people in my age group. We had already seen our uncles and our fathers and the Vietnam War veterans, you know, right. that, that, that were heroin addicts strung out on the streets, the corners of Baltimore, Atlanta, and New York. Right. We knew what heroin addicts looked like, and nobody wanted to be a junkie. That's what a junkie was. Right. You know, straight Before up. Fiend like, was like, a there wasn't There wasn't crackhead. It was junkie and nobody right. wanted to be a junkie uh-huh. and now everybody like it's cool to be a junkie and no. being a junkie's not cool like we even talked about how gunner's in jail right now like no he's out he's snitching. well I mean, he's out, uh, he's, he's, he's <laughs> way out. but i'm just saying he was in there experiencing withdrawal symptoms Gunner. yes from from all this well we from we, all this opiates we just gave that he had taken to- just gave praise to the biggest pusher of this smack. Uh, future. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm and, and I'm not um yeah, and that's that's not cool. Like when do you know, when do we make this cool? And that's you know, the people who found it hip hop, man, like I said, hip hop didn't hip hop wasn't founded on promoting drug use. Right. Right, you know, I if know you want to, and and as a hip hop purist, on some levels, I'm a hip hop purist, and on some levels, I I am a, an advocate of of change. Mm. 
You know, I know hip hop right. can't stay two turntables in a mic forever. Right, right. But at the same time, man, I can't advocate this glorifying this, these these hard drugs. You yeah. know, this is this is insanity. I don't even think you can. Um, from from my vantage point, I don't consider music moving to a drug violent culture as a change to the music. You know what I mean? I I think it's because it more of a change in the culture than the music. Yeah, like like you know what I'm saying? Because it, when I went back and did the research and listened to like it's always been there. Man, well, it's the only kind of music that needs a clean version. Yes. In a story. Yeah. Rock and roll don't need a clean version. It's already there. Pop don't need a clean version. Right. Like even, you know, like what the hell, man? Right. So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I remember um, I just saw an article about Dionne Warwick invited Snoop and Tupac and Suge to her house. To talk about it. To tell them to stop calling women bitches and hoes. She told them yes. that one day you're going to have daughters. Have and are you going to be proud of what you're saying right now? Race of babies. That and Snoop said he took it to heart. Like, yo, you know what? She was right. Right. Tupac, of course, got killed a little yeah. while after that. And Suge probably didn't even give a shit. Right. Did Snoop stop? I don't think he stopped, but right. he toned it down a little bit. Yeah. He's different. And he was in a position to tone it down. These other ones, they just, whatever gets the check, that bag. Yeah, yeah, the content is out of control right now. Um, we need to, I, you know, I, I try not to. It's it's hard to walk the fine line between not sounding like you're preaching. just scolding and preaching constantly. Right. But at the same time, you know, we got to be real careful, man. Like, the the ecology of our community is fragile. Right. This This... Gang culture. You, you got to be careful what you exposing yourself to or what you expose your kids to. I I think that the drug culture is even worse than the gang culture right now. Because when I look around every, I don't think that it's, I don't think the biggest threat to our children right now is gang culture. I think it's drug culture. Well, I, I was just going to say because it, Pay attention to it all. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because it, most of the music that we hear that is promoting it is promote is is winning this. Yeah, they they go together. Yeah, that's it all I mean. goes together. Yeah. Like wherever there's a gang rap, there's drugs involved. Wherever I just had this conversation. I said, um the three letters in front of the name, what I know, that's their set. This boy didn't just wake up one morning and say, I want to be CD. And that's why there are three other rappers with the same three letters in front of their name. And and the person I was having a conversation was like, what? So my son has been listening to this game. I said, yes. That That's why I knew about um, the B-Slime, Y-S, whatever his name is. Right. The Melly's little brother is because the little 11-year-old, is listening to B-Slime. And I said, but he got the same three letters, so he's a gang member too. 
Right. So now, you know, you, you just got to be conscious of. And then uh, imitation yeah. takes over too because, you know, you got to be careful what you imitate because a lot of people who have never been involved in gang, in true gang culture, they still pattern their ways and how they carry themselves after gang culture. And it will get you caught up whether you're involved or not. Yes. You know, you could easily be like, it's it's one thing to be mistaken for a gang member by the police or by the community, but you really don't want to be mistaken for a gang member by another gang member. Huh. That's where the trouble starts. That's where you sitting over starts. here. Like, I'm just a rapper, though. But nah, yeah, that's what's gonna, that's nah. What's you talking about right? You know, pills and strip clubs and and you put them three letters in front of your name, right? Like, and you gang, look gang, like you, you look like you in the game. You look like you in the game, and we all in the game. Right. So you fair. You know, you fair game. trade now, fair game, right? <laughs> and and I don't think people understand what they're exposing themselves to, and which goes back to some of that nepotism. You got these cats in the game, you know, just to tie it in to what we started talking about. Mm-hmm. These cats in the game, their parents and and family members been in the, in in well off for years and years, right? So they have to be careful what they talk about too, because they're not in it or of it. In it or of it. But it's easy to be mistaken. Right. For in it or of it. Right. right. And once you get sucked in, you know, by like we talked about Quavo, um, and and takeoff, by all accounts, this dude's not gang banging. Right. And we know they're not huge drug dealers. They've been rapping long enough where even if they talk about whipping, 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 they've been. So why would you? They, there's absolutely no reason for any of these dudes to whip nothing, right? But their own kids for acting up, right? So you're still promoting this lifestyle, and you're mistakenly in it and of it when you a don't have to be, and b you're probably not. Right. And look what happens. Right. Be careful. Be careful careful what you talk about, you know, what you speak in the power. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you come from a place of privilege and, and, you know. It's funny you say that because all I keep thinking about is T.I. said. And. Yeah, there would never be any reason for him to talk about struggling and street stuff. He always talks about street stuff. Right. Fighting but, in the Waffle House. But your mama, that, ah, I remember that guy now. Fighting in the Waffle House. Right. Yeah. Your mama's tiny. And your dad is snitch. One of an awesome vocalists. Yeah. You gonna throw T.I. out there like that just say your dad is snitch. It. Okay, well, <laughs> all I'm saying is <laughs> they it. made a great, they made a great life for themselves. This dude. A great life. Graduated from high school with honors. Yes. And there's absolutely no reason. He doesn't have any reason at all to be perpetrating any type of fraud and to be pretending to be part of this street life. It can't be making money because what do you do, bro? 
He don't have to make money. What does he do? He don't have to do anything. You know what he should be doing? Figure Going out to school. How, how to flip the money. Just go to school. And figure out how to flip the money. You know, because at the end of the day, when your parents have something that they've created like that, to maintain it, go go to school for business. To learn so how to that flip you can, the money. So you can learn how to flip the money. That's it. That's all you got to do. are you engaging in this street shit? Hey, but it's like the son of, um, you've seen so many mafia movies where the yeah. son of a mafia member wants to be involved in what dad's doing. And, and dad, dad is like, look, I did this so you don't have to be involved in right. this. Who did that so you don't have to go through that. Right. You think yeah. Blue Ivy's going to be out here stripping? Well, Beyonce ain't never stripped, man. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you think you think Cardi B's kids gonna be out here stripping? She stripped, but you know, she's yeah, not gonna yeah. have her daughters out here stripping. Yeah, she is. You see what? I'm, no, she's not. She, she gonna be wild. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, but karma. Uh huh. You said the karma. And, and yeah, I ain't even. Gonna but she won't that. have to be though. That's what I'm saying. None of them have to be. Right. Yeah. None of them have to be. Right. She look at the old Billy Cyrus daughter. She didn't have to be, but she went and rode that black horse with um Pratchett. I mean not um what she, what Yep, she, trying so hard to yes. shed the pure image. Right. And the child star image. But the truth of the matter is, you know, you are you know, it is what it is. Life was easy. Life was Embrace easy. it. Flip the money. You know, like it I you know, it's funny how, how bad people want struggle. Yes. You know, yeah. I've I've seen enough struggle. Go flip the money. I don't want it, and I do everything I can for my kids not to have it. Yes, and I, you know, I'm glad that that my kids don't seem fascinated by the street life. They don't, you know, right. they're not trying to be out here. But then again, I've told them about what I've seen. Right, and and you know, there's some people that probably think that that hey, I. That I had things better. I had I had it better than a lot of people had it. But at the same time, you know, I've also, hey, I had a dad on drugs. You got to flip the money. You know, and that that in itself, you know, you see some things when you have a parent on drugs. Right. So no matter how good everything was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and had had things worked out, I could have benefited from nepotism. Like my dad could have passed some things down, right? But it didn't work out that way. You know what I mean? We were we were definitely in line for things to be better than they were, right? But it don't work out. Things fell apart, and when things fall apart, you learn how to take care of yourself, and you deal with some things at home that grow you up a little bit faster. <laughs> right. So, so what I what I am is an anomaly. Uh huh. You know, I have two college educated parents. Right. But I also dealt with some extremely dysfunctional shit at times. Right. So I know how to deal with dysfunction. I, you know. Right. At the same time, but from the outside looking in, you don't know that. You think, hey, you know. Hey, life is good. Life is good, but right. it always it wasn't always right. So, and here we are. 
But shoot, I got I got some family. Um, I got some family involved in the music industry, and the, this funny thing is, like, there was no nepotism that helped me get anywhere in music. But I have a lot of family that was already involved in music. Like Thelonious Monk is a cousin of mine, uh-huh. and then he has a son that was T.S. Monk. The same, bom 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 V. Give me the good life. Right. And then I got another cousin that played with Frankie Beverly and Mays. You know. Yeah, more cousins, the Mills brothers from back in the day, uh-huh. but none of them helped me get on the radio, right? You know, but I got those roots, so I'm naturally inclined towards musical things, right? Nothing I could do about it. Man, so much music on both sides of my family. I'm gonna be involved in some music. So they did have something to do with you being on the radio indirectly. Well, no, I didn't go like the radio. Nobody on the radio knew. No, I'm talking about your DNA. It's in my DNA. So indirectly, they yeah, just, indirectly said, they yes. they gave me nepotism right. through genetics. Right, right. <laughs> and that's true. and that's you know sometimes yeah. I think for a lot of people that we talked about, that's what it is more Absolutely. than anything. Yeah, it's in their DNA, like future. Yeah, it's in his DNA to push drugs. No, it's in his DNA just to be involved <laughs> in this music. <laughs> Hey, that was that was good. That, hold on, hold on. That was fast. Listen, because if you think about it, th- let's think about the name, the Dungeon Family. First of all, there's a lot of drug use going on there. I don't know if it, I don't care if they want to admit that shit or not. There was some drugs. You ain't gonna tell me CeeLo ain't using a whole bunch yeah. of drugs, bro. Andre three thousand. I don't know about Andre. Man, he was using drugs. That's why he battling with what he battling with. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. That's all DL. Whatever, man. <laughs> Big boy probably was one of the pushers. Big Gip. You can tell me I don't know about Big Gip, man. Oh, I don't buddy. know what he did. Oh, uh, Cujo. His I name is Cujo. Hey, man. I I personally know Cujo, man, and Cujo is one of my. He's my favorite. Homie out the dungeon family, man. No, I ain't him. never seen. I have never seen Cujo do anything other than you know the typical wood. Okay, he know you like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know them like that. I can't. I can't speak on it. You, you know? know, but not saying that create like we said in the episode. It's a shame that the drug culture has impacted the music, but at the same time, during a certain period, it probably gave us the most creative music that we had seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy we sit here having a conversation and actually admitting that. But the creative part of the music, though, that was when weed was in charge. Huh. When when all this um, opiates and fentanyl and heroin and... And Lean got music involved. The music created. turned trash, and you know it created. did. You know what I mean? Like nobody, like we didn't get the dopest hip hop ever. We got mumble rap out of that. Yeah, <laughs> You can't talk with them perks, man. Exactly. <laughs> so, so nah, Child it didn't. Off. It didn't get better or more creative. Uh, during that time period, no, because I, I it was rough. Cannot say it was a hard listen. Yeah, like even now, like it's it's no creatives other than I'll give credit, and I'm sorry if I'm being biased, but I give credit to J Cole, I give credit to Kendrick, 
and I'll tell you why I give credit to Kendrick um, is because Kendrick kept the West Coast sound going when everybody else is doing everything else. He could have very easily went to Atlanta. <clears throat> he could have very easily went down south. He kept the West Coast sound going. That's what I give J. Cole so much credit for. J. Cole not only brought New York back. Let me say that again. J. Cole did not only bring New York back, but he kept the East Coast sound specifically because he's a spitter that East Coast, North Carolina, area, North Carolina, South Carolina, and I'll say Virginia too. We got spitters here, man. Like, you know, other places, people rap. They make good songs. But we got guys who actually spit, who will rap you for an hour, two hours straight. The baby is a hell of a rapper. Hell yes. Hey, I, I like this kid Duke Deuce out of out of Memphis right now too, man. Yeah. I really like that guy. Okay. Okay. I think that um What about you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, when I, I just listen to him, I, I just see three six mafia's influence on a younger generation of people, you know what I mean? Nick Grant out of South Carolina. Is that where he's from? I never knew that. Yeah. <clears throat> That boy spit too. Yeah, yeah, he's a rapper, man. You know, Pusha T from v- VA still spit. Yeah, I I don't know what to say about Pusha, man. Like I like that's another dude that I know, and I'm like, yo, I really um I appreciate his talent, but it's like, golly, man, we getting old, man. Like these drug raps, leave it. you Can't know. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not pushing you to be a user. That's the difference. That's right? true. He, That's he, true. He pushing you talk about that money. And That's a, like kind of like that Griselda movement. Like I recognize that those yeah. boys, Conway and all them guys, man, yeah. they, they they nice on the mic. Yeah, yeah. But um, that content, I kind of outgrew that content. Yeah. As you know, way back, like you right. know, as Cuban Links, the era of Cuban Links was over. I was kind of done with that whole thing with Raekwon, you know. Yeah. Was out and now it's twenty years later, twenty five years later. It's like, yo, I don't know if I'm ready to, like, I, I you know, I'm not even in that place no more. I don't know, I, you know, but I do recognize that they make some decent stuff. But I would love to hear that same music they make filled with different content. Okay, but I think um, Pusha T on a different level than Griselda. Because you think so? Yeah, Pusha T on on the uh, drug lord dope boy. Joint and um, Griselda is on what New York was on in the nineties. That that ain't that what New York grimy, was on in the nineties. That that hustler grimy, you know, what I'm saying drug dealing stuff. Pusha T is on the the I I did this so now I got this. If that made sense, instead of I'm out here sound like Rick serving. Ross to me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, push push push. <laughs> I give Ross credit too now You know Yeah Rick Ross made timeless music so. they, they, they made some pretty good music man Yeah, yeah. But that, like I said That content How much of that is What's near and dear to your heart Versus what you feel like Now You can make a buck with You know Like right. is this really where you at right now like, Yeah I I definitely get that because it took me a minute to get here with Push, you know, because I, I criticized freaking Jadakiss because he he didn't progress <laughs> like musically, you know, right? Like, his bars 
He's still a great MC. Yeah, I'm not taking that away from that, but he didn't progress. He didn't, you know, he don't talk about the yacht and stuff. He's still talking about the block stuff. Right. You know, a nigga that's on the block who got money. Like, that's that's back in the day. Yeah, but, and the thing is, like, you know, it's hella dangerous for you to be on the block. Is it a seal block? Hmm? Ain't no blocks out there. (laughs) Well, Somebody got to get this stuff from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I know it is, it's still. It's a block on Newburn Avenue in Raleigh. Hey, matter of fact, every time I'm sitting out here waiting to come in the podcast, I sit in my car and look across the street, and I see mad stuff going on. <laughs> oh, across. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. And you ain't going to tell me ain't no drug dealer going on. Oh, hell yes. You know? <clears throat> but we not in the hood. Then we not even in the hood. So, you know. But the block is wherever you make it. Wherever you make it, yes. Yeah. I don't think I ever seen the police even drive through here. Nope. They need to though. They would get an eye full. <laughs> <laughs> the drug probably changed over but here. But I ain't gonna snitch on nobody. Yeah. Y'all get, you get yours, just leave me out of it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy, I see I see what's going on. I know what it looked like. Right. <laughs> I know what it looks like. All right, seen enough. Well, there it is. I guess this was a, a combo episode. We did nepotism, and then we did, you know, the drug game. Still permeating rap after all this time. Yeah, absolutely. Still, I'd be glad. I'd be glad when things move on, though, because I, you know, I, one of our very first episodes talking about how hip hop has changed from. People talking about having a good time and looking fly and being the best MC. Now it's turned to this, you know. Every rap, every rap got to include certain things right now in 2022, 2023. Right. And I'm so sick of hearing about what these bullets will do to your head. If I hear another rap, if I hear another rap about making your head look like spaghetti or, you know, put holes in your T-shirt. Yeah. I'm so sick of that. I've been hearing that for 30 years, yo. That's exact. That's literally how long it's been. And no other, no other genre of music has been on the same thing for so long. We stuck in a place right now, and it's time to get out of there. Anyway Nobody we could say it. They have said it. Yeah, it's yeah. already been said, man. Yeah. You know, there's no other ways to rhyme Hennessy and enemies anymore. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's all been said and done. So let's get back to something else. You know, right. I'm tired of hearing about uh, how many ways your girl can give me head in the back seat of my car. Everybody says that. Golly, man, y'all boring me to death right now. What else you gonna rap about? Yeah, what else you gonna rap about? Golly, I'm ask you, what else can you rap about? It's so much else to rap about. How about how about take care of your kids? <laughs> How about make that a thing? You know what I'm saying? That's that's something to rap about. Ain't gonna sell. How about rapping about um, how you gonna take this money and put it away so your kids have something in the future? How about buying your mama a house? Who wrote a rap about buying their mama a house? Because a lot of rappers bought their mom houses. Who's gonna write a rap about it? How about writing a rap about how much you love your girl instead of how much you love your boys? Hey, I'm just saying. How many times you heard raps about how much they love their boys? 
I got love for my boys, love for the streets. What about love for the woman in your life? Can we get back to that? We don't hear a whole lot of that. Uh, J. Cole got a song called... J. Cole don't count. We'll close with you. I'm not saying he don't count because he's not relevant. I'm saying he don't count because you expect J. Cole to touch all the yeah. all the bases. He's going to cover all the bases. Right, right. So it's not a stretch for me to think that J. Cole is introspective. Kendrick. Kendrick. Right. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm talking about everybody else. That's why That's right. why I like Lil Baby so much sometimes. Yeah, man. Because he, he goes places everything. that everybody else don't go. You yep. know, he's not a one-trick pony. Yeah. I heard somebody diss him. I was like, lyrically, how can you diss him? Yeah, man. Get Like, you know, the game needs Lil Baby right now. Right. Nobody else is talking about it. Right. Nobody else. And that's like... The Capital City Podcast. We talk about stuff that nobody else is talking about. Shit you ain't thought about. Stuff you ain't thought about. <laughs> and we just gave you another hour of stuff you ain't thought about. So go ponder that. Right. While we sip this um this horrible ass vodka I bought. Yeah, that shit terrible. This is awful. And hey man, make sure y'all uh, send us emails if you want to comment on the show or comment under the show. Uh, we appreciate your feedback. We want your feedback. The email address is info at overheartv.com. That's info at overheartv.com. If you just want to subscribe to the newsletter so you get reminders about new shows, go to overheartv.com and subscribe. That's overheartv.com to subscribe. And you could get this podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Yep. I say anywhere. Apple Music. Anywhere you get podcasts. Amazon. Search for it. Yep. And you can just there. hold the button on Alexa that has a microphone on it and say, play Capital City Podcast. So, are we out of here? Sounds like it. Yeah, let's get out of here. It's been the Capital City Podcast. I'm Capital J. Long time, main man. DL Glass. And we out.